0: Give me the news I got a bad case to loving you No pills gonna cure my Ill. I got a bad case
1: <laughs> a smile. you Well, anytime Robert Palmer's on It feels good, sounds good Loving it, live here in beautiful Prosper, Texas Pops Beautiful day Yep Welcome back everyone, coast to coast
2: Border to border
1: Gotta keep those borders tightened up I know Hey, you know We're going to kind of swing away a little bit from sports talk and all that good stuff because we're bringing someone on who is a lot smarter than you and I, that's for damn sure. Combined. Yeah, combined. Board certified of, uh, you know, just internal medicine, cardiology, advanced libidology, the list go on and on. Dr. Peter McCullough really needs no introduction, and I am just honored to have you on the show with us. How are you doing, sir? Good, good. I
0: thought you guys were going to play that uh, music. Uh, what's that song a guy goes, Somebody get me a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> Remember that one? That'll be
1: good. I dig that. You know, <laughs> you, you know, I hope it's... I don't have to do that ever again. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Let's just, uh, you know, before we get into some interesting topics or topics that have been obviously the focal point for a long time, but I want to ask you just a point blank question on where the virus stands today. Where are mm-hmm. we with where are we with COVID nineteen?
0: Well, let me tell you. I just looked at the tex- Texas statistics. I'm going to give a speech a little bit later on in downtown Dallas. Total, the Texas statistics are that 92 thousand Texans died of COVID or with COVID. Wow. Seventy five thousand died before Paxlovid. They died in the first two years before we ever had an, an oral drug to treat as an outpatient. And in uh, what we're down to in 2023 is we're going to come down to about 1,500 deaths. 1,500. Now, well. these are people who die either directly due to COVID or they test positive. And it turns out the CDC is reporting that it's really only about 10% have adjudicated COVID with COVID pneumonia. The rest are just stray positive tests. So we're going to be down to this year in Texas in 2023 150 deaths. Sadly, those who do die of COVID is because they don't get early treatment. Paxlovid is one of many drugs we can use McCullough protocol from the very beginning. We used, you know, a whole variety of strategies, but one of my discussion topics uh, is going to be you know, the medical orthodoxy didn't lift a finger for people until Paxlovid was prescribed. Uh, approved in in January 21st of 2021. And the question is, should we have gone to all of 2020 and all of 2021 with no treatment? And I think the answer is no. We should have treated patients. That's the reason why I published McCullough Protocol with Dr. Proctor in McKinney, Texas. He was one of the first leaders. Yvette Lozano, many others. But the point is, we're down to 150 deaths that Are preventable, but we were as high one year as forty five thousand deaths. Wow! So forty five thousand deaths down to one fifty. It's essentially over with.
1: Okay. Well, I mean that's nice to hear. It's interesting though. I feel like it's a merry merry go round. Like we just keep going on and on about COVID, and I'm just wondering if people, you know, are people starting to like wake up, question it, and, and you know, open their eyes and think, "Gosh." Maybe this wasn't what I thought it was a few years ago. Like, I mean, you're, you're seeing patients. Are, I mean, what, what's kind of like the feel you're getting now?
0: Like I had a patient of mine come in today with a cold, and she thought she had a cold. We didn't give a COVID test. We just used some virucidal nasal sprays and washes. Actually, I prescribed some really high-quality nasal spray and wash that you get at Beaker Pharmacy here in McKinney. And uh, you know, I order by prescription, and it goes over, and it's uh, wonderful. It has xylitol, povidone iodine, vitamin D in it, okay. uh, EDTA, and uh, uh, and it's wonderful. We knock out colds like this now uh, just with nasal sprays and gargles. We don't even need any pills. So we've really advanced quite a bit. I didn't bother with a COVID test because she's already had it before. I've already treated it. The only people I worry about is senior citizens who've never had it before. Oh. And, uh, you know, if you do have it, we, you know, we've got to do full McCullough Protocol, which starts with virucidal nasal sprays and washes, zinc, vitamin D, vitamin C, quercetin, famotidine, and then we pick one of three, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, paxlovid, or molnipirvir, actually one of four, prednisone, doxycycline. We kind of, you know, add on the drugs, and we get people through the illness. We showed it does take multiple drugs, but we get people through the illness. Even my mom in senior living, in her mid-80s, got through with McCullough Protocol. Now, no treatment. Let me tell you what, mom and other people can get in trouble.
2: Hmm. Now, I've had it twice. Uh, What about the immunities? Are they built up? Am I somewhat protected still by that? Are gone? I don't know. Or is it too late?
0: Well, you can get it again, but it's very mild. Yeah. Like the patient today may may or may not have had, it doesn't matter because right. once you've already had it once, I don't even bother testing. And that's part of the new risk stratification protocol I've published. So.
1: Let me ask you, uh, Doc, and, you know, as a patient, how, how do we find a doctor that, you know, we can put our trust in, you know, knowing that he or she, you know, they have our highest interest at heart and all this stuff. And, you know, I th- I feel like it's, There's some amazing doctors out there, but there were some that just listened to the government or pushed this or that and didn't do their own research to come up with their own answers uh, before they, you know, gave out their opinions and whatnot and their suggestions to their patients. I just, there's so many, you know, like one of our dear friends who's on our show a lot is Dr. Jeffrey Barkey out of Orange County, who we absolutely (laughs) love. And, um... You know, there's not a lot of people like you and him out there, unfortunately. I, at least I, I, I just feel like my trust has diminished a little bit more. As a, as a person in society, how do we find the doctor who just, we know, is ha- has our best interest at heart?
0: You know, in general, you want to go private now. So any doctor that's part of a big health system, uh, y- you know, they're going to be under these health system rules. They're not going to be able to give you a straight opinion So you really want to go independent. A good place to look is the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, aapsonline.org. And they have a whole roster, aapsonline.org. And you'll find independent physicians in your state. Uh, I I think that's a a good place to start. Now, when you do meet with a doctor, a key question, you got to ask them. Say, doc, did you take the vaccine yourself? And they've got to level with you. If they said, "Yeah, I took the vaccine, and but I regret it, and, and here's the reason why, OK, if they said, "Yeah, I took the vaccine and I'm taking all the boosters, I'm on my 10th booster, you know th- that, that's a sign the doctor is just not thinking straight at this point in time yeah. <laughs> Right, I, I got to
1: get into politics, but it sounds like that might be a liberal doctor. <laughs> I don't know. I, I got to be honest with you. I don't know. But here's the thing, and, and you've been one to be scrutinized over over this. People, you know, over the years, and it's ridiculous because everything that you've done, every, all the research, everything that you've brought forth is the real deal. And you know, it's something that Denzel Washington said something really that really hit home recently. About he basically said that the media would rather be first with a story without knowing if it's accurate or not it's not really about what's truth anymore it's just a matter of who gets it first out there which is it's sad and that just kind of brings up the whole fake news thing and i'm wondering how this kind of has an effect in your world the medical Mm -hmm. world because you know with with doctors i mean like you know i don't know i mean how does it affect you know how we seek medical assistance these days
0: well you know, for a period of my time, I was chief of cardiology at the University of Missouri in Kansas City. One of the best things about the state of Missouri is called the show me state. So the point is, you know, you got to see it with your own eyes. You have to see it with your own eyes. The way things are portrayed to us nowadays on TV and social media, you know, you just have to confirm yourself. So. Uh, You know, when we saw on TV, um, Andrew Cuomo, New York, was saying, oh, it's a tidal wave. It's all going to be a tidal wave of COVID cases. Well, you know, take a look around. Look in the ER. Look around. You see people, you know, falling over, coughing everywhere. And, you know, when this initially happened, uh, you know, it got so crazy that they built an army hospital, at the convention center in dallas they had 1200 beds ventilators ivs all these soldiers standing ready and, and i looked around i said listen we're, we're not even busy in our own er i said there's no way this is going to be used so i published an op-ed in the hill which is a majorly read journal for the house the senate and, and white house i said they're not this is a total waste of money they're not going to use a single bed i was right yeah so the mm-hmm. bottom how did i know i was right because i wasn't seeing this in my own eyes, in real time. So, for everything you hear, you know, border crisis, wars in different areas, to be honest with you, we'd have to be there. We'd have to see it for our own eyes in order to really confirm. Because right now, uh, it's just everything needs to be questioned. Hey,
2: Doc, let me ask you about like, uh, if uh, there's been a lot of uh, COVID injections, uh, I mean, the uh, jab three years ago and what's come to light over the last like three years since they took the jab, there's been a lot of uh, heart problems with uh, varying people and even some people that have passed away. Give me a little opinion there with uh, the COVID shot.
0: Gosh, we're about 800 peer-reviewed papers on the COVID shot causing heart problems. FDA agrees the COVID shots cause heart damage. It's called myocarditis. Two of the prospective cohort studies show it. it's about 2.5% rate of heart damage per shot. Per shot. Now, a recent study, Nakahara and colleagues show that the cardiac PET scans turn abnormal in virtually everybody who takes the shot. Wow. So that's really worse, and we don't know what's going on with the heart in, in everybody, but we we have clear documented cardiac arrests two years after the shots, and there's it's due to the shot. We have clear blood clots. That occurred two years after the shots. We Mm. see this in practice. So we know that the vaccines are installing the genetic code and it's producing spike protein, which is very damaging to the body. And it must be lasting in the body for years.
1: Let me ask you a question, too. A couple of years ago, or actually, I think in the early, what's that?
2: When you fell in love with Dr. Fauci? <laughs> no, oh. never. Oh. Uh,
1: but he did scare the hell out of me, I'll yeah. tell you that. And, you know, I jumped on, you know, what should I do? Now, I never got the vaccine, and I don't mind saying that because that's just the way it is. I feel great that I did not Well, but
2: n- none of my eight family members here in Texas has gotten No, we haven't.
1: We, we were strong, and we were, you know, that's our, what we did. But on here's on the thing. Own. I got a question for you. But yeah. let me I, ask, a, a, ahead. A
0: Dad, dad did, you, uh, did you take the shot or did you hold strong?
2: Oh, no, no shot. The only shot I ever had was 70 years ago, uh, a vaccine for polio. <laughs> Jonas Salk.
0: There you go. Yeah, I think I, I think I had it. I got double vaccinated for polio because the first ones failed. So right. I ended up taking a lot of vaccines. I took 69 shots in my life. I counted them up. Now, 40 of them were flu shots, you know, because I was told on hospital staff I have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I look back on it, I regret it. Yeah, uh, I don't think any of these shots are, are terribly impressive. And I definitely didn't take the COVID vaccine. No way. I didn't I didn't think that was safe. I already had COVID ahead of time. Never told my patients to take it.
1: So I'm going to ask you this, though, because I never got the vaccine, but I did get the monoclonal antibodies. And yeah. a lot of yeah. us did. Now, I have a question. Well, that Be- helped me get rid of my maybe, first case of COVID. I don't know. I want to ask the doctor, though. I mean, like, you know, there was a, a guy, one of the... Practitioners, I think, at an urgent care said, "Well, I don't know. It's very similar to getting the vaccine." I'm like, "No, I don't think so." No, No, it's not. Scared the 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 hell out of me, doc.
0: No, the monoclonal antibodies are very safe. They only last in the body a few days. Okay, they fight COVID. They've always been safe and effective. There's no residual after effects at all. Don't worry about it at all. It knocked the COVID
1: out of me within awesome ten, I, 10 to 14 days you know what's interesting and uh, people were hating they're probably still hating on the fact that you know ivermectin and hydroxy and you know they worked and i don't know why they there's so many pharmacies that still will not prescribe this which is odd but i feel like because i had that cocktail if you will i used you know actually dr barkey prescribed it to me yeah. i had i had covid the first time maybe two and a half days my wife didn't have hydroxy. I think she had vermectin, but she had it for like five days. And I don't know if it was just, you know, it was just me and I didn't I didn't react the same way as her. But I honestly feel like what I was taking worked the best. And I don't know. I don't know. But
2: no, you got rid of it fast.
1: It, but it's crazy, yeah, Doc. I mean, why am I taking this? It's working. And yet, you know, our government, so many other, you know, farm big farmer out there are saying, no, this won't work. This won't work.
0: Could have saved lives. That's true. Like, how did they know it was? It was a brand new virus. How did they know it wasn't going to work? Do you know in Australia, the first set of guidelines they put out was like a couple dozen statements all saying, don't do this, don't do that, don't wait, wait, wait. Why don't they tell you what to do as opposed to telling you what not to do? It's a series of negative statements. It, it turns out that, you know, uh, the drugs worked in, in combination. We sifted through them. Some some drugs like lupinavir and others didn't work. Um, I think the drug that had the biggest pop was ivermectin okay, at a high dose. So looking at your dad, it, for you, it'd probably be about 48 to 60 milligrams a day, uh, but it had the most pop. The monoclonal antibodies definitely had a, a pop to them. I did both those. Nice. And, uh, nice. Yeah, and we use prednisone. We use steroids. They're important. And, and, you know, because of the risk of blood clots, we use blood thinners. My dad got COVID. He had a pelvic fracture. He's in senior living, Mm -hmm. Presbyterian Village. Uh, I put my dad on Lovnox, injectable blood thinner, just to prevent a blood clot. He survived. Thank God. You know, some might say
1: that this was uh, almost weaponized. I don't know. Um, It's it's an interesting statement uh, as far as COVID-19. Um, But that being said, how prepared are we for the next, you know, the next pandemic? The the one that's starting in China right now? (laughs) I don't know. It could be starting in Germany right now.
0: I mean, good point. Americans are a lot more prepared than the government. Let me tell you what. um, You know, I advise the wellness company, uh, which is now a a nationwide kind of alternative health system, and um, they have home kits now you can get, and they're pretty affordable, where you have a list of drugs to kind of defend yourself. So there is drugs in there to fight this China um, pneumonia, for instance. So wellness company, if you use the promo code courage, you can write that down courage, Courage. uh, then you get a discount from me. Um, But the bottom line is these wellness company home treatment kits are wonderful. Have one at home, one at work. They've got a general treatment kit and they've got a, a COVID specific kit. So we're a lot more prepared. Now, this Chinese pneumonia turns out it's a macrolide resistant mycoplasma pneumonia. So, it's a pneumonia we know about. It's a small bacteria. Um, it doesn't respond to ZPAC. So, we need to use um, a, a quinolone like Cipro, Floxacin, or use uh, doxycycline or a tetracycline. But the bottom line is we know how to treat it. The Chinese, yeah, you know, I know firsthand because I know about a case, they don't have the test for mycoplasma. So, they're confused right now. But uh, United States, we've got a test. You know, we've got the BioFire test, which is a great one. It tests for like 24 different things, Mm -hmm. uh, including four bacteria, 20 viruses. So it could nail it down in in like 20 minutes. So I'm not worried about it all. Uh, We're messaging right now. The doctors are ready to treat the, the Chinese pneumonia. You can treat it at home. It's not a big deal. If you get behind on it, sometimes the kids can get sick. So my brother's two daughters... Back around 2010 or so, they actually got it, and they were hospitalized at Grapevine uh, for a few days. They got the right antibiotics, and they're fine, but it it can be a little bit nerve-wracking for the parents. But it's treatable. There's no vaccine for it. We shouldn't be uh, talking about vaccines. No lockdowns. Masks make it a little worse, so the kids need to get fresh air. There you go. You heard him right there. So, (laughs) Doc, I was told that you're not taking
2: any new patients over in
0: McKinney. Is that still the case? No, no I'm taking new patients now I'm, I'm pretty busy okay um, but I'm taking new patients well just let let the front staff know you we talk to me and happy to have you in where do you live do you live around, well we're, uh,
2: we're in prosper but we have a lot of listeners all over uh, the Metroplex and they're going to be asking this w- within the next you know few hours
0: yeah. yeah, my office in McKinney I'm with dr. Brian Proctor Uh, I've got a great staff. Actually, my assistant, Kate, he lives up in Prosper near you, so i will probably
1: give you a ride in if you need it. (laughs) Okay. Dr. Peter McCullough, thank you so much. Appreciate all that you have done and continue to do. Thank you so much.
0: Okay. Thanks for having me,
1: guys. So what are you, a Chiefs fan? (laughs) You mentioned Missouri. (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) More to come live from Prosper, everyone, right here, Living the Good Life Show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Come on!